Hello and welcome to the Thursday, October 19th, 2017 edition of the Sands and Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich and today I'm recording from Singapore. Renato today published a little script that helped him recently in dealing with an incident. The problem here was that he had a large number of identically configured cloud servers and had to figure out if any of them were compromised. So the little trick that he played was to try to compare the files across all of these servers and then create a list of outliers. This tool turned out to be very useful to him in this initial triage to figure out which server to focus on first in particular. And that's probably not all that uncommon that there wasn't really much else installed to help him out on these servers. Of course, ideally, people think ahead and install things like host-based intrusion detection systems and the like before the breach happens. But we all know sometimes you're stuck with whatever you're being given in the case of an incident like this. And a test script is now available for the crack attack. It allows you to verify if a certain access point was patched. Now, this is strictly a test script, not a proof of concept exploit in that it does require WPA2 credentials to the access point in order to run the script. The test script will essentially just check the replay attack and check if the replay key will be installed by the access point. If so, then it will consider it vulnerable. And crypto coin miners are not going away. Minerva Labs just found a miner that they call water miner. Instead of the more popular Bitcoin water miner does mine Monero. We have seen Monero being used quite a bit, for example, in these JavaScript miners because it is designed to be effectively mined with commodity hardware. Waterminer appears to be mostly distributed as part of gaming mods. So if you're downloading that mod for a particular game, it will include the miner. In part, this may be targeting gamers who tend to have more higher-end PCs, which then tend to become more effective than your average PC in mining cryptocurrencies. Waterminer also takes some specific steps to make it a little bit more difficult to detect. If a user does open the task manager in order to check what's using up CPU resources on the PC, Waterminer will automatically suspend its activity until the window is closed. And Microsoft this week started releasing the Fall Creators Update for Windows 10. Now, this is not a security patch. It's really more about new features. Some of these features, however, do improve security. So for example, SMB version one will be removed from clean installs of Windows 10, but it will not be removed if you're upgrading an existing system. However, for the home and professional edition, it should install the SMB version one server component, not the client part. This should limit any incompatibility issues, for example, with some of these network disks and such that do still require SMB version one clients. 
Probably the most visible security change comes to the Windows Defender Security Center. Some of the features that previously were available via the Enhanced Mitigation Experience Toolkit or EMIT are now available directly via the Windows Defender Security Center without having to install this older additional component. Microsoft also introduced some protections against ransomware by limiting which software can access certain folders and uh, you can whitelist certain folders, whitelist certain software in order to allow it to access your data. There is also some additional sandboxing of browser sessions for Microsoft Edge. So there's no need to rush out this update. It's not necessarily available for everybody yet. Microsoft does do sort of a little bit a staggered rollout for this creator's update. It's really more comparable to what used to be a service pack for Windows than a security patch. Well, and that's it for today. So thanks for listening and talk to you again tomorrow.